Good morning, Living Stones. How are we doing this morning? Are you excited to be in church today? I just want to thank you for those joining us here in person and those online. Uh, we're so grateful to have you here. Uh, would you just stand to your feet with us if you're comfortable? We're going to give God all our worship, all our praise this morning. And for those of you who didn't know, today is uh, March 20th, which is 320. So if anyone knows Ephesians 320, it says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly, more than we could ask or think, according to his power in us. Amen. So today we're going to sing this song by faith that God can do anything, whatever you're believing him for. He's here. He's in the room. He's able to do more than you could ask or think. Amen. So come on, would you sing?
Can we celebrate that today? Space between all the things unseen and this reckoning. I know I will never be alone. Come on, declare that today. Stir it up. Even if he doesn't, I'm not bowing to this world. And even if he doesn't, I will trust you, Lord. Come on. Cause even if he doesn't, I will praise you. Even if he doesn't, I'll stand tall. Even if he doesn't, I'm not bowing to this world. Cause even if he doesn't, I will trust in you, Lord. Come on. Cause even if he doesn't, and I will praise you, Lord. Even if he doesn't, I'll stand tall. Cause even
Cause I know that's where you'll be. Church, can we just lift our hands in his presence today? Come on, whatever you walked in with today, we believe that God can heal you. God can restore. God can touch. It doesn't matter where you are. He knew that you'd be here in this room. And today we just believe that God is a miracle worker. That as we trust in him, when times seem uncertain, times seem shaky, 2022 when gas prices are more than we could ever imagine, there's only one thing we can do, and it's trust in Jesus. So today we're going to sing this song. It's called Waymaker. Most of you probably know it. But we just want you to believe with us. We want to declare, because God's word says we're two or more gathered in the midst, that he can do it, that he's with us, that he can answer our prayers. So today, would we sing it with a spirit of faith? I know we're tired. We walked in with a lot. But can we just lift our hands? Can we worship? Can we just set every distraction aside and just magnify Jesus? Can we sing? You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. Worship you. You are here, you're working in this place. I worship. It's who you are. It's who you are. 
would make a miracle work from his keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. And that is who you are. That is who you are. That is who That is who you are. That is who you are. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. Come on, sing that over your life today. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. We never stop. Come on, it's not based off feeling. Come on, you sing. Even when I don't see it, we'll trust you, Lord. Never stop working. Never stop. Even when I don't see it, you're working. But choose to trust in you, Lord. You're the way maker, Lord. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. It's who you are. We believe it today. Maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. 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 That is who What you're famous for It's who you are It's just what you do It's in your nature It's what you're famous for It's who you are It's what you do It's in your nature it's what you're famous for. 
that you're here in this place today. God, we thank you for freedom in this moment. We thank you that in your presence, every giant has to bow. Every tongue has to confess that you, Lord, you, Jesus, our Lord. We just thank you that strongholds are being lifted from people. God, whatever stronghold is keeping them from you. God, whether that's addiction, whether that's pride, whether that's fear. God, we just cast every burden on your shoulders today. God, you said that your yoke is easy, that your burden is light. So this morning, we just receive freedom. So if you need that today, would you lift your hands and, in a sign of receiving it, in a posture like this where you say, God, I thank you for your freedom. God, I thank you for freedom over everything that's kept me from you. God, whether it's greed, gluttony, fear, depression, focusing on despair rather than faith. God, we just receive your freedom today of any bondage. God, and your word says, do not be anxious, but to pray and that the God of peace will surpass our hearts and minds. So Father, we receive your peace. We receive your freedom. We receive joy. God, we thank you that whatever joy was stolen from us, God, even if it was something that was literally stolen from you, God, we thank you that it won't steal our joy today. Jesus' mighty, powerful name, can we all agree and say amen? Amen. amen. Good morning, church. We love you so much. Why don't you find someone next to you? Try to see if you can find someone new. Just say, welcome home. How's everybody doing today? Good morning, Livingstone's Church. Oh, my goodness. Tell somebody next to you, you are beautiful. Just like that, with intensity. Beautiful, beautiful people. Man, I wonder if all the other churches are jealous about how beautiful our people are. That's probably what it is. All those poor people, all the ugly churches out there. I'm just playing. Oh, my goodness. So he said good. it, not I, me. <laughs> it was Chelsea. It's her fault. She, you know, she gets me all excited, so that's what happens. I just, I, get, I lose my mind, so it is what it is. Well, good morning. We're glad that you're here. We're excited for Celebration Sunday. Oh Who's gosh. excited for today? Woo! Woo! We got a lot in store today, lots of celebrating, lots of good stuff. I am so sad that I didn't bring a, bring a confetti cannon. That's Chelsea's favorite. It's been a favorite. while, huh, Cameron? Yeah. Not glitter. Not confetti. glitter. Never glitter. 
Confetti, <laughs> yes. Confetti. Confetti all the is time. just trash with a purpose. That is right. Trash with so a purpose. So let's do this thing, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, same. Exactly. That's like church, right? Trash with a purpose. I mean, that's people. Jesus all, said it's a hospital here. That's so right. We're all, we're all in process. We have purpose. Amen. <laughs> anyway, let's continue in our worship and with our tithes and offerings. I got our ushers up here. And, and uh, I get excited about tithes and offerings because it's right in the heart of Jesus. When we think about when God sent his son and said, for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son. He gave his very best. And so what excites me about that is that when we engage with the heart of God and we give our very best, we can expect a return. Amen? Amen. Oh, my goodness. Because when Jesus was going to return, amen? Oh, I can't wait. As he gave his son and he's going to return. And so we're going to see God move in such a huge way. But while we invite our ushers forward, would you pray with me? Father God, we thank you for your generous heart. God, for teaching us generosity, for teaching us outrageous generosity so that we can go and be the church that you've called us to be. God, I pray, Lord, that we'd be so generous to be able to give to our community, to people around us, to other countries, to Ukraine, all over the world, God. We just pray right now that you'd pour out your spirit in a way that is so tangible. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So for those of you that may not know, um, we have a few ways to give. So you can give via the Church Center app um, online at livingstones.tv, or we have envelopes in the back or, of course, the bright yellow buckets going by. Yeah. Yay. That's so awesome. Well, if it's your first time here, welcome. You are our VIP guest. We're so glad that you're here. We're excited to uh, invite you here and that you came, and, yeah. and uh, we're just excited to do church together. And, uh, but we do have a gift for you if you'd like to fill out a card in the Who back there. Who loves free gifts? Free stuff. Come Me on. Me too. Go get yours. Oh, my goodness. Poor Chelsea has to run around while I try to get free things. That's what it is. But it's, he's not joking. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm all about it. Come on. We come went on. to a conference. I'm, I'm totally sidetracking. You but are. We went to a conference a couple weeks ago, and they had, like, a ton of vendors and stuff. And we would show up early just so that he could, like, go to the vendors and be like, hey, so can I have that pin? Or do you have a shirt? I'm, you know, this is my size. And, um, you know, like, and I'm like, how are you going to get your suitcases back? <laughs> like, we'll figure we that out Alaska, later. We Alaska, which is not Southwest, where you can just no check as bags. many bags as you want. Like, you have to stuff it all into carry-ons. That's and right. And so he was literally, like, so here goes Chelsea's clothes all and all my new gadgets and gizmos. Yeah, like a whole bag of books, which we love books, but yeah. yeah, it was super fun. It was fun. It was fun. Well, after service today, we have water baptisms. We're super fired up about that. We have four people scheduled to get baptized, but that might not be it's it. It's not too late. So if you want to get baptized and it's something that's been on your heart and you're like, hey, I want to do that, um, the, the water is warm. I tested it. It's nice out there. So we got baptisms after church today. It's going to be amazing. Um, youth is doing a babysitting night for date night. Yes. Okay. So first let's talk about date night. So date night. So we do men's and women's on Thursday nights, right? So who needs a date night? Come on somebody. So every fifth Thursday. If your wife screamed, this is your cue. Every fifth Thursday, uh, we have a married couple's date night. So you don't need to register for that. But if you have kids and you need childcare for them, which if you have kids, you probably should do that. Um, just saying. Um, we are, the youth is partnering with all of the married couples to be able to provide child care for them for that night. So you can go onto the Church Center app and register your kids. It's a smoking deal. Um, so make sure you do that. That's March 31st. That's right. Where are my men at? 
Okay, two of you. The other of you, you just need to work on that a little bit more. You need to know it's coming, that we have Fight Club this week. It's going to be awesome. There we go. So excited. Make sure you come to Fight Club. Get signed up. Be a part of that. Now, do we still have one? No. We don't? Nope. It's gone? It's gone. Oh. Okay, you guys. Dude, I was so excited to see, like, the cat fight that was about to ensue. It already happened. So, the Anchored Marriage Retreat is fully sold out. (laughs) Amazing. So, so excited. Um, Last night, we had one left. I was like, I couldn't wait to, like, be like, all right, are you guys ready? And just see what happened. I did that at the rally when we were here at 8 a.m. to set up. The 8 a.m. people. Well, I was was getting stuff. So, doing things. Gone. Gone, gone, That's good. Awesome. Good job. Volunteers need it first anyways. They're awesome. So exciting. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Do I... Who rides a motorcycle in here? Do we have some motorcyclists? Yeah, we got some motorcyclists. Hey, bike day. Get, re- get your calendars ready. Bike day is going to be April 10th. April 10th. Bring your motorcycle to what church day. What is bike day? What does that even mean? We, everybody rides their bikes. It's, we're going to thunder bike. this place up. Come on. It's gonna, that one? If you, you could ride that bike. If you want to ride that bike to church, like, oh, my gosh. I, I want a unicyclist to come to church. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's for motorcyclists, but it's going to be awesome. We're going to have a barbecue after church. It's going to be so fun, and uh, we always have a good time. Uh, Christian Motorcycle Association uh, local chapter is going to be coming, so we'll have lots of bikes out there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So come, yes. be a part, bring your bike, and uh, invite your motorcycle friends, especially those that don't know Jesus. Yes. Right? That's Say, why hey, we do it. we're having a bike day at my church. Come. And so that'll be fun. So That's be exactly cool. why we do it. That's why we do it. Come on. Yep. <clears throat> all right. You can find all this stuff on the Church Center app, right? Yes. It's so That's exciting. Right. Yeah. Okay. Before I step away, though. Uh-oh. Where are you going? Well, I'm not. I'm not. Don't I get anywhere. to be in service today. Oh it's so fun. I know. Man. So, um, so today's service, I know a lot of you, I see new faces and people that are here to support family and friends, and I love that so, so much. Um, so we are... Um, we are going to do that first, but then after, um, we have a really, really special thing. Are you going to Are you going to do a little message beforehand? Huh? Okay, I'm talking. I have I'm, no idea what you're okay. talking about. Nobody knows. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like either. I do have a message. I'm like but what's happening? Okay. Do you want me to preach it now or later? Okay. No, 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 no. <clears throat> um, okay, so Hannah and Cameron, if you guys would come up. Come on, come on. Let me move yes. this out of the way. So exciting. So as Pastor would say, they are committed to church growth. That's right. <laughs> Bringing yeah. new people into the world and to the church. So oh good. Gosh. This is Esther. You Come guys. on, little I baby know, Esther. Right? <clears throat> is that the sweetest thing? So sweet. Look at you guys. Come on. And whatever gets Cameron in a pink shirt fires me up. Right? You know what I'm saying? Come That's on. That's what I'm talking about. Looking so it. good. I love it. Well, we have, to, we have to talk about this a little bit because little Esther is an absolute miracle. Yes. She has been prayed for, yes. for so long, right? An absolute miracle to be brought into the world. I know every baby's a miracle, but this little baby we had been praying for for a couple of years. Yep. And through tears and prayer and hard things, difficult things, yep. it's amazing how some of the most beautiful things are birthed from the most difficult things. And yep. our, our God is just so good. And so I'm so proud of you. Cameron and Hannah yeah. for this little girl that God blessed you with. I know that when they found out that she was coming, they were in probably one of the most difficult seasons. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would break most people. Yep. And <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're crying. I'm not crying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but she is an absolute blessing mm. because I know 
the Lord loves you both. And she has such purpose. Look at her looking at you. Mm. She loves mama. Oh, my oh, gosh. I love it. Come on. But we, um, we want to give you an opportunity. I know you guys asked to, to dedicate her. Um, but really, this is for you guys mm-hmm. even more so than it is for her. Um, but it's a dedication to her, and it's a dedication to the Lord on her behalf, right? That That's you right. guys are committed to um, building her up in the mm-hmm. Lord, spurring her on for the things of the kingdom. Come on. Um, raising her up in the way that she should go. That's right. Um, by example, not just by what is said, but by what is done in your home, um, spiritually, practically, emotionally, tangibly, all of those things, by your example in your marriage, by how you... Um, <laughs> how you speak to her, speak about her, what you speak mm. over her, how you pray over her. Um, all of those things are what you're dedicating and committing to not just the Lord, but to her as well. And Amen. to all of these witnesses here. That's why That's we right. do it up here on this platform. That's right. Right? Come on. Because, it, it, you know, the saying says it takes a village. Mm. <laughs> right? Mm. I think it takes a church. That's right. Come right? on. Amen. So. Amen. Amen. Psalms 127. Verse 3 says, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. Mm -hmm. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not put to shame. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. The power that is in this young girl Mm -hmm. is so much greater than the little bundle of joy you're holding right now. (laughs) She's going to bring such fire to the kingdom, and I'm so excited for that. And just as you are committed to lifting her up to the Lord, it's just as much all of our responsibility to do the same because they're going to need us, right? This is, a, this, this is the first kid between the two of them, right? we got little Jack, too, to help out. But, but between the two of them, this is their first little one, and, and uh, there's been a lot of learning, a lot of things figured out, right? And, uh, and they're going to need our help, Amen. And they're going to need our help when, when she might need someone to confide in. It might be you, right? It may, might not be mom. It might be you. And so ma- let's make sure we be the church and, and uh, cover them not only in our prayers, but in, in our time, in our effort, in our love. Amen? Yes. Amen. All right, let's, let's, let's pray for little Esther. Mm-hmm. Father, I just thank you for this miracle. Thank you, Jesus. God, how you have knit together mm. every cell. That's right. Every organ. Her beautiful mm. face. Mm. And you didn't just knit it together just to, to create a child, but you created a warrior, a warrioress, a lioness. Mm. Yes, God. One with purpose to serve you, to love you, to build your kingdom. Come on. And so, God, we just thank you, Lord, for um, Hannah and Cameron, God, that they are mm. committed to seeing that her relationship with you is genuine and mm. authentic and beautiful, that it would overflow, God, that there's so much purpose in this child because you have ordained her to be here for such a time as this. That's right. So, God, I thank you, Lord. God, we all as a church, as her pastors, commit to loving her, to helping her see her value, to knowing you, to knowing what you say about her. Mm. And God, we just thank you. 
We thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. We, we thank you for Cameron and Hannah. And God, we thank you for the Butler family and, mm-hmm. and for Esther. And God, we just pray right now, Lord, that you do a work that we couldn't be explained by human vernacular. God, that we would be able to see something happen in and through Esther's life, God, that would just bring you glory. God, I, I know that they're a fiery couple. So we're going to have a fiery girl here, mm-hmm. and, uh, and she's going to be full of passion and full of vigor, and mm-hmm. God, just use her. Use her the way that you mm-hmm. intended to use her. Protect her. Lord, mm-hmm. put your arms around her, and God, I pray, Lord, that she would help bring this next generation to come closer to mm-hmm. you and to know you more. God, I pray, Lord, that you give her such revelation that it even dumbfounds her parents. Mm-hmm. God, that you, they just be amazed at what you speak to her and how you show her things. And so, God, we just thank you for today. God, we as a church commit to helping this family grow toward you and closer to you in every way. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 While we were praying, um, I could see her as a young woman running Mm. down this this path. Come on. And as she's running, the doors in front of her are coming wide open. And as the doors fly open, they're closing on the Mm. other side. And so I just believe that the, the things that are in this, this family, the generations, the doors that maybe seem like could never be closed are going to come flying open in favor for you guys that are going to close the doors to the enemy Amen. and things that you guys have been praying for and believing Amen. for for so long. And so I just Thank believe that Jesus. she's going to be a, a matriarch for that. Come on. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Love so you. good. We love you. We love you. So proud of you. Love you, girl. Love you guys. So good. So good. Come on, lift up a shout. It's so awesome. So awesome. And while they're getting down, and uh, I'm going to ask that our rooted people go ahead and line up right over here while I explain what's about to ensue. So we're, we're still in celebration mode. You guys in celebration mode? You're going to read them? Chelsea's going to read them. Okay, cool. So what our rooted people are doing right now, are, are they going to go all the way up there? Okay. They are lining up. So what all these people are going behind the curtain, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. No, anyway, a little Wizard of Oz humor there. Um, but while these guys are, what they're about to do is they're going to share with you. So they've all been going through this 10-week discipleship process and this time together where they've gotten to experience God in some different ways. And it's been really, really amazing. But I'm going to let their cardboard testimonies kind of share where they were before Rooted and where they are now, and uh, I'm excited. What's that? Ten weeks. Just in ten weeks, what God did. So I'm excited. So rooted people, go ahead and come on up one by one and share with the people. You're first because you're best. Come on. Ten weeks ago. Come on. So good. Here, go back that way. We don't have any stairs on that side. There you go. That'll be fun. Chelsea, read it for you. You don't have to say it out loud. They can't hear you anyway. Ten weeks ago. Chelsea, read it for you. Ten weeks ago, I was excited and looking for purpose. Now I feel connected and challenged. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. 
to my mother-in-law, you guys. You got to shout really loud. <laughs> Ten weeks ago, I was seeking a Christian community. Today, I am joy-filled family member of Livingstone. Woo! Come on. ago, I had a relationship with Jesus, staying home too much and not aware of my strongholds. Today, I have a stronger relationship with Jesus, getting out of the house more and working on my strongholds. Come on. Amen. Love you, Carolyn. So good. <laughs> Ten weeks ago, I was indifferent. Today, I am excited for the future. <laughs> Come on. Ten weeks ago, I was tired and feeling run down in my faith. Today, I am feeling renewed and replenished by His grace. Come on. So good. Ten weeks ago, I was looking for fellowship, and ten weeks ago, I didn't think my past adventures, didn't think of my past adventures with Jesus. Today, I am in a loving community. <laughs> Today, I am remembering all his miracles. Come on. Come on. Awesome, awesome. Ten weeks ago, I was upside down. <laughs> Ten weeks ago, I thought I knew what being a Christian looked like. Now I know what God asks of us as a Christian. Come on. Amen. Ten weeks ago, I was disconnected. Now I'm connected. Come on. So good. I was nervous to meet new people. Today, I am grateful for new friends. Mm, come on, Pastor Sarah. So good. Ten weeks ago, I was feeling disconnected and discouraged. Today, I am feeling connected and encouraged. Come on. All right. Ten weeks ago, I was longing for more wisdom and real connection. <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. Now I'm understanding so much more, and I'm truly loving my new friends and family. Man, come on. Come on. Ten weeks ago, I was easily intimidated. Now I'm not afraid. That's right. Come on, Pete and Lynn. So good. Oh, 
Ten weeks ago, I was hurt and afraid to step out. Now, I am free from the past and serving on worship again after nine months. Come on. Amen. Amen. Ten weeks ago, I was relationally and spiritually isolated. Now, I am connected and reignited with passion. Amen. Come on. Ten weeks ago, I was weary, exhausted, and burned out. Today, I am replenished, energized, and strengthened. Amen. Come on. <laughs> I'm the wrong person. <laughs> Ten weeks ago, I was not confident with myself. Today, I can start to do what God wants me to do. Amen. Amen. Come on. Love you, Heights. The dynamic duo. <laughs> okay. Ten weeks ago, I was full of all kinds of anxiety. Now I'm confident and I love my new friends. Ten weeks ago, I was feeling hopeless and abandoned by God. Now I am confident in the purpose and plans God has for my life. Amen. Come on. Love you, mule. So, so good. Some mule lot party. Ten weeks ago, I was seeking more of God's voice. And now I'm receiving words, songs, and wisdom more loudly. Mm, come on. Ten weeks ago, I was seeking more confidence to speak aloud, out loud my faith. Come on. And now I'm finding my voice and confidence in God. Yeah, come on, Cliff. So good. <laughs> Ten weeks ago. Ten yes. weeks ago, I was super weary. And now I'm feeling more renewed. Amen. Amen. Is that it? Come on, let's lift up a shout for these guys today. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. That's exciting. So, so good. Who wants to be a part of the next Rooted? Come on, lift up a shout. We, we have our next Rooted is going to be in the fall, and uh, we'll get some interest forms out in this week. So that uh, we can, if you want to be a part of Rooted, you click on that interest form, get your names in there first and foremost, and we'll get you hooked up for the fall. So that'll be awesome. All right, who's ready for the word this morning? Now, how much time are you going to give me? Like two, three hours? Yeah? No, we'll, we'll keep it short and sweet. It's, it's Celebration Sunday, and how many of, how, this is where people I can already feel like, yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's okay. I love you too. I love you too. Let's let's talk to the people online. They love me more, I think. We'll see. We'll see. Is that true? I just want to see. You you got you show up? Is that what it is? There, there's people showing up online all over the place. It's so good. It's so good. We've got some people online. I know I saw Dorothy Faragonin on there. Come on, we love you, Dorothy. Who else did I see? Darn it. I, I clicked out of the wrong button there. Oh, Suzanne. 
Suzanne's watching, Richard's watching, awesome, love you guys, thank you guys for watching, and all those that I didn't get to see on there while it's loading, um, we love you, thanks for joining us. Ah, Celebration Sunday, you know, as I was thinking about today, I was like, hmm, what, what should today's message be about, and you know, we've been in this less, less than series, has anybody enjoyed that less than series so far, and it's been so good, and, and uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to preach on women in ministry, but... I'm going to save that for next week so I can give you the full time. Are you with me? Anybody want to be a part of that and see what, see what we can learn about that? It's going to be awesome. So it's going to be so good. Women in leadership and all those things. Such a beautiful thing. But I wanted to give you a, just a short message this morning on building altars. Building altars. Somebody tell your neighbor, building altars. Good, good. If you want, you can follow along in the Version Bible app. Um, I put all my notes in there for you, so you can go into the more button, click on events, look, look up Livingstones Church, you'll see us on there, look up building altars right there, and, and uh, we'll get there together, but where are my paper Bible people at today? Do we have some paper Bibles in the house? Who's got the coolest Bible in the house? We've got some loud people over here, that's a good looking Bible, that's so good, who has the biggest Bible? We, we got some people that are like, nah, you got to bring a big Bible to church, got some of those people? Who has the smallest Bible in here? I want to see the smallest one. Your phone. That's funny. Look at these guys. Look at these guys. Oh, my goodness. All right. Go ahead and turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 35, and we're going to hang out there the whole time today. Um, but while you're turning there, I was thinking about altars, and I was thinking about remembering. You know, because what we just experienced this morning is something to remember, right? As we're talking about the, uh, dedicating our kids there's a moment that you just want to cherish and remember. I saw the family members taking pictures, right? And, and for our rooted people, man, these this 10 weeks, like you want to remember what you just experienced and what God said and what he did. And there's just something you need to remember. And, and one of the things that I thought about when I thought about remembrance, and, and I think this will be near and dear to a lot of us, it was September 11, 2001, right? And it was a day that was pretty tragic, and for most of us, we can remember where we were when we got the news. And, but there's, if you go to New York now, you'll see these monuments built where the Twin Towers used to be. And it's so that we can always remember. Are you with me? Because even though it was one of the most tragic days in our nation's history, it was also one of the most unifying days in our nation's history. I never saw more people put their own feelings aside when they started to think about unifying our country. Oh, my gosh. I know for me and for a lot of people during that time, that's, it is during that where you decided, hey, I want to I I serve my country. I want to be a part of it. I know I, I joined the Marine Corps in 2004, just a couple years after that, and I was like, you know what? I just want to serve my country. I want to be a part of making this place unified. Amen? I don't know why I'm getting emotional about that, but uh, I've just, I'm thankful. For all of you that have served our country, thank you. Thank you. All of you watching online, thank you. Thank you for serving our country in any capacity, any form. I know I always hated when people would do that, and I'd be sitting there like, well, you know, I, I, I feel like the people who gave their life deserve more honor than me, and I know that any of my brothers and sisters probably would agree um, because there's people that paid the ultimate price, right? And so it's important that we don't forget. We don't forget what freedom is for. Are you with me? It's so important. And that's... When you read in the Bible and you read through the Bible, there's so many different uh, scriptures where you can see where they built an altar. And they built an altar to remember. Remember what happened there. 
Remember when, when, the, when the sea was split, and, and so they built an altar at the end so that when people would walk by, they'll remember what God did. Are you with me? And it's important sometimes just to build some altars of remembrance. Somebody say altar of remembrance. It's important to build that altar of remembrance so that you have those things you can look back on when life gets a little bit out of hand, right? It's been, it's been 20, over 20 years now since September 11th. Over 20 years, that, that, to me, that's just mind-boggling. But it's amazing to see the state in which our nation is now. Just my opinion, we're all out our opinions, right? It's just my opinion, the state in which our nation is now compared to where it was even in 2001. There was just such unity. I, a, a lack of seeing color and race and all these different things. Lack of things to argue about. Are you with me? Because it was just like, no. All of a sudden when I saw the, the potential that our nation would go down, all of a sudden the people around me were important. I started looking at people as people instead of looking at differences of opinion. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. So as, we, as they built an altar for that, it just got me thinking, man, what, what, could we, what could we alter in our lives? What kind of altars could we build? In Genesis 35, verse 9, it says, Now that Jacob had returned to Padan Aram, God appeared to him again at Bethel. Somebody say Bethel. God blessed him, verse 10, saying, Your name is Jacob, but you will not be called Jacob any longer. From now on, your name will be Israel. Now, to understand what that means, Jacob in Hebrew actually means heel or deceiver. Now, if you know who Jacob was, he was, he was the one who deceived his father because Esau was the firstborn, right? Esau was the firstborn, so he gets the birthrights. He, he gets all the inheritance, right? Uh, my, I would say like, like my son Noah would get all the inheritance, right? That's how it's supposed to work in, in old Bible times. But um, Jacob had put some fur on his arm so that his dad wouldn't know that it wasn't him. He thought it was Esau, so he deceived his dad. Are you with me? And so as we look at Jacob and what that means in deceiver, then he changes his name to Israel, which means God fights. God fights. Israel, God fights. Israel is also known as God's chosen people. Isn't that amazing how God can take someone who's a deceiver, a liar? How many of you like liars? No? Don't look to your left and right right now. That's messed up. Just telling on them right here. Goodness gracious. No, we don't, we don't like liars and things, but, but God still sees Jacob. And he's like, no, this isn't who you are. This isn't who I made you to be. You know, I, I'm going to have to change your name. I'm going to have to change your identity. I'm going to have to change how you see yourself. Because if I change how you see yourself and you start to see yourself the way I see you, you'll understand that my cho- you are actually my chosen people. Oh, come on, somebody. That's a, that's a word for somebody this morning. For those that are taking notes... Here's the first point this morning. We will not forget what God did. We will not forget what God did. You know, when I think about Jacob in these moments, he's got to be thinking to himself, wow, like God gave me a new name, but what happens when you get further along in your life? What happens when more things go wrong? Are you going to go back to Jacob? Or are you still going to live as Israel? Are you with me? Some of us have been redeemed Some of us had a life-altering moment where God touched us and we're like, yes, this is it. Then a few years later, the excitement wears off. All of a sudden, life gets a little more stressful. A lot, maybe less things that you feel like you can celebrate. 
And we kind of go back to this old mindset, our old habits. It's just the way I am. It's just the way I grew up. It's just the way I've always been. Come on. I, I know that some of us are hearing some of that stuff come out of our own mouths. Isn't that true? But to remember, build that altar to remember. Are you with me? To remember who God says that you are. You know, I, I loved, uh, uh, who is it that shared? I think it was um, Reggie that shared. I had forgotten about all my past successes with God and I just came to remember them all. Are you with me? It's just so perfect as, as we start to remember and we start to think about, wow, look what God did. You can be so depressed and so downtrodden and then start telling somebody your story of what God did. Try not to get excited when you start talking about what God did. Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. Yes, there's things we can complain about. Yes, life can be hard. But, man, when we look back and we remember what God did, oh, his goodness is revealed to us again and again and again. It's these types of moments that are moments to celebrate and moments to remember. Are you with me? Amen. As we get to go out and do baptisms after church today, it's going to be a moment to remember. That was the moment that I, I declared in front of everybody that I'm going to be made clean and brand new again, making Jesus my Lord and Savior. Listen, they, some of us, we've, we've called him our Lord and Savior, but I don't know the last time he actually lorded over our life. I don't know the last time we gave him permission to be the Lord of our life. Actually, a lot of times when he tells us to do something, we're like, no, that's too embarrassing. I can't do that. Oh, what, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't happen? Are you with me? That's, a lot, that's for a lot of us right there. We take these moments. Maybe he redefined something for you or your family, and you've got to remember. You've got to remember. I pray right now this morning that there's something that would come back to your memory. You remember what God did. I just pray like, I know there's so many circumstances trying to cloud your mind and cloud your heart, but I pray right now that he puts into your mind and into your memory where he, he blessed you, where he showed you he loved you, where he showed you you were more than a conqueror, where he showed you that you were redeemed. Are you with me? Amen. Verse 11 says, Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation, even many nations. Kings will be among your descendants. And I will give you the land I once gave Abraham and Isaac. Yes, I will give it to you and your descendants after you. Then God went up from the place where he had spoken to Jacob. You know, the, the next thing we can't forget is what God promised. That's our second point. I will not forget what God promised. I don't know about you, but in the middle of my circumstances, it's easy to forget the promise. Because when you're watching all these things happen to you, all of a sudden you get sucked into this mentality that everything is messed up and it's not going to work out. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I just feel overwhelmed. And taking it back to the promise. Going back to what did God say when you were in that mountaintop moment? What did he tell you when you met your spouse the first time? This is the one I have for you. It's going to be awesome. Ten years later you're going, when, where did awesome go? Awesome is what you make it. Come on. Come on. I know you guys know because we already filled up the anchored ma marriage retreat. I'm, I'm so excited for that, man. You already know. You already know. But I tell you what, remember 
what God said when you met that person. Remember what it was like when you were holding their hands, right? Or I don't know what it was like for you, but for me, Chelsea, Chelsea, when she was, she was coming, I didn't get to see her first. Everybody else got to see her first. I, we, we got married in this old, old mansion, and, and I'm, sta- I'm standing in the, at the little altar thing underneath the stairway, and, and Chelsea's on the second floor, and she has to walk down the stairs. You know how heart-wrenching it was for me to watch all of their faces? Oh, I'm like, what is it? Where? Did she get paint on her dress? Like, what happened? And I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, so excited. And I remember sitting in those moments just so excited about the person I'm about to marry, the person I'm going to commit the rest of my life to, that I get to do life with and all these exciting things, right? And I think some of us, we lose that luster over time as we figure out that they're human. Oh, darn it. I thought, I thought Chelsea was going to be perfect. I'm sorry to say she's not perfect. I mean, I sold that I was perfect. No, no, she knew I wasn't perfect. She was like, I knew what I was signing up for. Lord says that love suffers long. Poor Chelsea. Poor Chelsea. Pray for Chelsea, okay? Pray for Chelsea. When things get tough, we have to remember what God promised. We got to remember what God promised. Because that... Especially in marriage, love, love isn't always fun. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's a choice. Sometimes it's overcoming, right? It's so easy to say those vows for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. But we say it so quickly, we repeat it so quickly while we're staring in the eyes of our spouse that we don't realize the for worse part, the sickness part. We start going, oh, man, I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know it was going to be this hard. I didn't know they were going to be mentally messed up to this degree. Hello, sickness. Are you with me? Come on. Sometimes we just get so angry of how it makes us feel that we forget the promise. God said this person is for you and what God brings together that no man separate. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. I don't, we're starting the marriage retreat early. I don't know what's <laughs> happening today. When circumstances are screaming their loudest... It's hard to hear that still, small voice of Jesus. Because I, I wonder if he would say things like he said to his disciples. Because he would say to his disciples, how long must I be with this faithless generation? Because he's thinking to himself, didn't I just show you a miracle like five minutes ago? What are you freaking out about? But that's all of us, isn't it? It's all of us. When God does something amazing, we can't wait to tell everybody about it. We're like, oh my gosh, look what God did. And get up here with their cardboard testimony. <laughs> like, God did something amazing. But then, a month from now, maybe I'm not feeling as connected as I felt at the end of 10 weeks. And I'm upset and irritated with God. And he's gone, don't you remember? Don't you remember what we did? The connection you had, don't let circumstances tear that apart. Are you with me? We have to remember what God did. We can't forget. It's important to build the altar. Are you with me? So that the next time you walk by it, come on, you walk by. I, I would almost say, go hang those, those things up in your garage. Go hang them up somewhere. So that the next time you're going through the garage and you see that, yeah, I remember where I was before Rooted. 
And now I remember where I am now. Come on, start, start building things around you. Hey, remember what God did for you. Get a, get a prayer journal. Come on. You want to encourage yourself? Then you go back in the last year. Every time that God does something amazing in your life, you just, you just write it down in there. Hey, this is what God did today. I, I was looking for a parking spot, and I was running late, and he gave me the front row spot. Just something as simple as that. And all of a sudden, the next time when you're like, God's never there. I don't know where he is. And you go back and you read all these things. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, God really loves me. He really cares about me. Because the enemy is just going to whisper in your ear again. He's going to tell you, oh, yeah, you see how fast that wore off? It, it wasn't real. That church doesn't really love you. They didn't even call you when, when you weren't there for a couple weeks. Come on. Come on. I'm just talking to real people today, right? I'm just a real person talking to real people today. Is that all right? Can we do that? Is that okay? Good, good. Not, I told you, this is a shortened message. I got to keep it all in here. Verse 14. Jacob set up a stone pillar to mark the place where God had spoken to him. Then he poured wine over it as an offering to God and anointed the pillar with olive oil. Verse 15, and Jacob named the place Bethel. Somebody say Bethel. Which means house of God. Because God had spoken to him there. You know what I love about that? Is that he didn't, he didn't put this this stone, this, this altar that he built, right? he didn't put this thing of remembrance in the middle of a church building even. He called the, this is God's house out in the middle of nowhere. This is where God spoke to me, right by this tree. This is where he spoke to me and I need to remember. Are you with me? Come on, because you know what, all of a sudden if you put all of your hope in some church, don't put your hope all in Livingstone's church, you guys. Don't do it. I'm going to let you down. My, my staff will let you down. Someone on, in this church is going to let you down. It's going to happen at some point. But when we put our faith in God and we start putting markers up of what God did, maybe he did it on a Sunday morning at Livingstone's Church. Maybe he did. But I tell you what, maybe he did it on Monday. Maybe he did it on Tuesday. Come on, because all of a sudden when we make God's house more than just Dorothy McElhaney Middle School, come on, when we make God's house more than the church you left because of when you got hurt, Come on, when you make God's house where you reside. Come on, somebody. Wherever you're at, wherever, wherever you can come to a place of remembering what he did and what he said. Are you with me? That's where the shift comes. See, this is God's house. God's house is remembering what he said. God's house is remembering the, the vision that he gave you. God's house is sitting in that place where we don't forget what God did. We don't forget what God said. We don't forget what he promised. Are you with me? That's where God's house is. I did my points backwards. Point number three for my note takers. I will not forget what God said. I will not forget what God said. This is your declaration to yourself. Maybe it's a note that's in your Bible app to not forget what God said. I pray you go back to it. As you're reading through these things and you're like, no, what did God say to me? Because when circumstances say something different, you got to remember what God said. What did he say again? Who did he say that you are? I just got laid off. I feel like I'm worthless. But who did God say that you are? Oh, but my spouse left me and thinks really lowly of me. But who did God say that you are? 
Are you with me? Oh, but I went back to my old addictions, my old self. Yeah, but who did God say that you are? What promise did he make you? Oh, you're going to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You're going to be the spearhead that changes everything for your family. Are you with me? You are not your addiction. Did you hear me? You are not your addiction. The enemy sits there for so long to get us back to the, well, 10 weeks ago I was. Try to get us back to that, well, I'm lonely again. I'm not connected. I don't have friends. I'm, I'm living in my strongholds. Here I am. See, I knew this was going to happen. But who does God say that you are? Build an altar. Build an altar. Build a moment. Create a memory. I love looking back in pictures. Anybody like looking back in their old pictures? I love looking back at my old pictures, see, what, see what, how big my sons were, right? What they were doing, different things like that. You ever do that? I love looking back because I have memories of that moment. I remember what that moment was like. I have this picture of, of my son, and, and he's, got, he's, he's, all, he's all decked out in, in armor with his, with his little Nerf gun. And his mom is sitting on the couch all decked out in armor with a Nerf gun and watching these two battle it out in my living room. Are you with me? There's a memory in that. Like I can go, ah, oh, I love my family. I love my family. We have so much fun together. Because I need to remember that when it's not fun. When I've, when I've got a kid who's not listening and not doing what he's supposed to do. Right? Are you with me? And he's learning. Are you with me? Because I've got to remember how much I love my family. And we have good moments. Come on. Come on. Oh, gosh, I, I don't know what it is today. I just feel like this, the marriage thing is like just sticking in my head so much. I don't know if somebody's marriage is just on the rocks today or wherever you're at. I just feel like God keeps reminding me, hey, remind them of when they first got married. Remind them of that first love. Remind them what that was like before any of the sin, before any of the junk. Are you with me? Before any of that stuff, remind them. That's not even in my notes, you guys. It's not even there to talk about. But I just feel like God cares about marriages. It's an institution that he created and that we've perverted. Are you with me? Mm, come on, somebody. Come on. Shh. Whoever that is today, whether you're watching online or you're here in person, I just want to pray for you right now. You grab your spouse's hand. Even if you have a good marriage, you can grab your spouse's hand. It's fine. Wherever you're at right now, Lord, I just pray, God, that you'd remind us of what our first love was. You remind us of those wedding vows for better and for worse. And God, I pray right now that there just be a unity in marriages like we've never seen before. God, where we would be so enthralled in seeking your face and seeking your spirit that the circumstances around us would begin to melt away because we'd be so focused on you. And God, I just pray, Lord, that this would be a day that we can build an altar, that we can mark this day. This was the day that we decided to seek Jesus instead of seeking to kill each other. <laughs> and God, we just thank you that you're making our marriage brand new right now, that you're cleaning up the junk. You're cleaning up those, those things, those fears, those angers, those hurts, the wounding. I just pray over that right now, that wounding becomes scars and that those scars become ways that you can teach and empower other people how to get through their stuff. And God, we just thank you right now in Jesus' name. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus for yourself, 
I want to introduce you to my best friend. My best friend never leaves me. No matter how many times I sin against him, no matter how many times I mess up and do the wrong thing, I tell you what, when I was putting together the uh, baptism tub this morning, I was holding back four-letter words like you wouldn't imagine. I'm like, everyone's happy walking into church right now. Please don't say anything stupid just then. Because I was so mad at this thing that I'd gotten cross-threaded, and I'm sitting there. I did get it. Christopher reminded me I did get it, praise God. Through prayer and supplication, we got that thing put on there. The water's nice and warm and not leaking, so that's good. But you know what? I'm a sinner. I'm a human being. And I do the wrong thing. And I'm not perfect. I'm just like you. We're the same. We're sinners saved by grace. We love Jesus. And it's his blood that makes me free, not my good deeds. Are you with me? No amount of pastoring people or helping people or self-sacrifice is going to get me into heaven. Are you with me? The only reason I get to go to heaven is because he redeemed me. That's it. That's it. Jesus took it so much further than, than even the Jewish culture. The Jewish culture said if you did this, hey, you've got to sacrifice this many animals. You've got to do these things. There's all these things you have to do to redeem that. Jesus said, if you even think it. So I was thinking four-letter words out there. I was, I was sinning as you were walking in saying, hey, pastor. Good to see you. I'm like, good to see you too. It's important to be real and normal. I know that was awkward, huh? Sorry. Chelsea's like, oh my gosh, honey. Like, I know it, you were working on that thing down there, but She's like, don't make gestures like that. I didn't even think about it. See, now you got everybody thinking about it, Chelsea. Look at you. Yeah. I can't wait for the marriage retreat. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Sorry. You're like, wow, this is the most inappropriate church I've ever been to. Welcome home. Today is a day of celebration. Celebration Sunday. There's so many things to celebrate. Child dedications, rooted graduations, baptisms, and Lynette Lawson's birthday. Come on! Happy birthday. You are loved. If I miss anybody else's birthday, it's because your family member didn't text me like hers did. I have text coming in right now. What is the feed? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Listen, wherever you're at today, I pray you have altars you can look back to. Those moments that you can look at that stone that was set up when God spoke to you, when he showed you who he was, how much he loves you. But if you don't, then today is the day. Today's the day we put up that altar and we say, hey, this is going to be a day I don't forget. This is going to be a moment that I look back on where God came through for me and God spoke to me. Even if you never come to church again, it's okay. You're loved and you're always welcome. Easter and Christmas are great, but there's a whole lot of other weeks during the year. 50 more of them, if you didn't know. You could come and be loved and have connection and have people around you that are just like you, that are just loving Jesus and loving each other. Are you with me? 
getting through life together. But if you're here this morning, you don't, you don't know Jesus for yourself, with every head bowed and every eye closed, this is between you and God, between you and Him, where you're sitting there with your heart, and maybe you've got to take yourself back mentally to a place like September 11th, 2001, where you're not sure what's going to happen next, and you're not sure what, where things are going to be. You sit with your mind in, that, in a place like that where if all you had was Jesus, is it enough? And you go, you know what? I need him. The world's going, to, going crazy, and I need him. I can't live without him. If that's you here this morning, I want you to raise your hand and say, hey, I want to give my life to Jesus. I, I want that for myself. I want it to be real. I've walked away from him. I've chosen other things. But today I choose him. I see one hand right here. Is that anybody else in here this morning? Oh, there's two hands there. Come on. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. i got to learn how to count. Is there anybody else? I just feel like somebody else is like, hey, I'm, I'm afraid. I don't, I don't really want to raise my hand. I'm, I'm scared to do that. What if somebody sees me? What if they're not listening? They didn't close their eyes and bow their head. Listen, God loves you so much, so much, that he chose to go to the cross for you. Chose it. Even when he was like, gosh, this is going to hurt. I don't really want to. He took a moment, thought about it, thought about you that that was the only way to get you to be in heaven with him. And he said, you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it. I'll go again. I'll do it again. I'll go. Father, not my will to be done, but your will be done. They're worth it. Just think about you. Is that you this morning? Come on, this is your chance right here. Raise your hand for me. Nobody's looking around. I'm looking at them. They're not looking around. Who is it? It's okay. Today's your day. I love you, man. Proud of you. Proud of you. Proud of you. Father God, we just pray for those hands that were raised this morning, making that decision, maybe for the first time, or making it again, recommitting their lives to you. God, I pray, Lord, that today would be a day that we build an altar. Today would be a day that we wouldn't forget. Something we can look back on and know that you love us, know that you care about us know that you're with us even when things get hard. And so God, we give our lives to you today. And we ask, Lord, that you'd walk with us day in and day out, moment by moment. Thank you, God, that you won't leave us even when we screw up, even when we think bad thoughts or do bad things. You're still with us and you still love us. You still saw it fit to put breath in our lungs today. So we thank you, Lord. We ask you into our heart. We ask you into our daily life. Walk with us, Lord. Help us to be more like you day by day. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. All God's people said, amen. Amen. Come on, lift up a shout. God is good. What's that? Okay, Chelsea says preschoolers need to be checked out before baptism. 
because they are in the hall painting on the walls and who knows anything could be happening right now acrobatics all kinds of stuff but I'm doing good on time I'm, I'm, I'm still good yeah it's not you it's me so go and get your kids checked out. Um, and we're going to meet right out front to do baptisms. Um, get your cameras ready. It's going to be an awesome moment. For my baptizees, for the four who registered to get baptized, your stuff is right up back here in the tech booth. So go see the people in the tech booth to get your uh, T-shirt and, uh, and a towel. We have those for you and your certificate. And uh, we'll meet you out there in just a moment. All right? We love you. We'll see you outside.